What up? Welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 317. On this episode, I'm joined by D Street. Talk about the Patreon, merch shop, social media, religion, politics, anxiety, TikTok, selling art, music talk, pot talk, Oklahoma, and a bunch of other shit. Thanks for checking us out. What up? Uh, first thing I'm getting to is our Patreon, patreon.com slash podcast. Mo, you go there, give a dollar more a month, you get early access to the podcast. It shows up to an email to a private link to uh, the episode. You get it just for you, you and the other patrons. Um, if you give enough, you can be a co-producer like my mother, Marshall the Darmanish the Bear, Graveyard Entertainment, and it's your boy h2.com. Uh, the four pillars, the four corners, if you will, of this barn building we call Podcastamo. Um, also, we have a merch shop, shop.spreadshirt.com slash Podcastamo. You can go there, get you a cool podcast t shirt. Um, I think I make like $2 on them. So there you go. If you want to support the podcast, you can do that as well. Um, all right, this week we, uh, are calling the homie D Street. I think it's like his third, could be fourth time calling in. It's hard to keep track when you do so many. Uh, but I have no idea what we're going to talk about. I have nothing on the list. You know, I have I have a backup plan. We'll see if we need it. Um, but anyway, let's give him a call. Uh, so how's it been, man? It's been good. Yeah, I'm doing good. Um, it's nice today. I'm I'm just I'm working a lot. I've been putting in a lot of hours lately, trying to get everything taken care of. Um, I got some more music coming out here really soon, but I want to, you know, make sure I'm planting it in the right places and financially I'm ready to do what I need to do. Give me one sec to shut this window, please. Nah, all good. <clears throat> anyway, so uh, I've been seeing you've been keeping people going. I was kind of shocked to see, uh, not shocked, but I'm glad more word to say is I've seen you're still going because, uh, you know, I knew you were talking about shutting it down at a certain episode, but I see you're still going. Yeah, I've always originally I said 500 and then I've been like, but real realistic, it was probably gonna be 300. But I will say, I think all the episodes since 300 have been pretty good. And, uh, you know, there is an aspect of it that it's just like, you know, the Monday episodes are just me and uh, my cousin and sometimes skinny, which I'm trying to get him on more. But he's fucking, you know, people with y'all's kids, I fucking always got shit to do. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I just I like get on here and talking shit sometimes. And it kind of keeps me from like talking shit online as much you know i just get it off my chest on this podcast definitely yeah definitely i've been um doing the same a little bit at night doing those uh twitter spaces at night yeah i've never done one of those what what's up with the twitter spaces what is it fucking nightmare (laughs) if you want to know the truth it's a fucking hassle i don't really know how much longer i'll be doing that either but it's fun in the sense of like you definitely get some cool people in there that like kind of want to chat it up a little bit as far as uh, just life, this, that, you know, my favorite thing mostly is just that to get to talk to other people from other places and hear what's going on. What's, you know, there, right. Like from their perspective, instead of so much what we're seeing on social media or on the news or whatever, I just kind of like to hear it from somebody who's there. But sometimes that leads down the road of, Basically, at this point, I just feel like everyone's just influenced in some way with 
some something's influencing them to feel like the way they should. Not that we don't have a right, but to this point, it's like the shit people are going on about half the shit's misinformation. And it's just like, I'm so sick of seeing people just lead their lives. Like I was dealing with the dude yesterday and he was just basically saying like, I think they should just create two different social medias, one for liberal and one for conservative. And I'm like, so you're telling me that you want to create, you think you should have your own special social media because you don't like what other people have to say. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. I, I've been super against just the censorship of anything. Like I don't, I I grew up thinking like if you're censoring something, it's because you're hiding something. Right, because you're scared yeah. of what that that person's doing. That's why you're kicking them off, whatever, or you don't want people to hear their message. Like to me, it's like you want all the ideas out there, and then the best idea wins. And so when you start censoring people or being like, I don't want to see that, it's like why? Because it hits a nerve, and you know they have a point. Like I grew up always being very liberal, and these days I still like probably lean that way, but I vote libertarian, and I I totally get some uh, conservative issues. You know, uh, I just they they're too into religion. That's why I can't get fully into it. But like people just so dismiss everyone off of well who'd you vote for it's like like that fucking matters man like you know i i know people that voted for everyone you know and like there's good and bad in all of them it's just uh definitely and everyone wants to segregate everybody like it's like we went so far around we went from like segregation is bad we're all equal to now like well let's segregate people again and i'm like what is going on like i feel like i'm living in a fucking crazy world i don't feel like i definitely feel there's a lot of division being created and it's just like to this point where like, I don't know, man, everything that's going on with like the worker shortages right? and just, I don't know. I mean, I'm not too ate up into it. Like a lot of people are, I try my best to just generally worry about what I can worry about and not get caught up in things that I can't change. You know, there's, there's nothing one person can do. Uh, but I don't, want to just sit around and try to act like I don't pay attention to like some of the stuff that's going on and don't perceive it to be like a little bit crazy to me. Um, religion to me, I don't really care if this offends anyone. Cause I feel like in this day and age, no matter what you say, someone's going to be offended, but, and, the, and it's, I'm a very firm believer of just believing in what you want to believe in without radicalizing it to the point that you're trying to influence other people. Right. I I think so, my favorite quote for it, and it's even a little funny, is like your religion should be like your dick, where like you can do whatever you want with it in your own house, but you don't go around fucking flapping your dick out in public. You know, like, I don't know. I just wish yeah, we, that's a good way of putting it. I wish we did that. Like, I wish you could just have your beliefs and you didn't have to, like, go up to somebody in a like we have these. Uh, I don't know if they're Jehovah's Witness or Mormons, but they're uh, these kid, you know, young guys and they're in a park that we have here in Ada. And they'll like they never talk to me because they I don't know. They look at me and they walk the other way. But I see them harass people <laughs> all day. Right. Like they stop them and want to fucking talk to them about shit. And I'd be like, oh, my God, I wish y'all talked to me one day. Like, I actually <laughs> have dodged those motherfuckers my whole life. But a few years ago, like I was just like, yep, come on in and uh, fuck around and brought some into my apartment. And like, I know they felt uncomfortable because like <laughs> I'm a pothead. Right. So like they never really tripped and never said anything, but like literally no joke. They came in and we actually made a DiGiorno pizza and sat at my table and ate it and just chopped it up about life. Hell yeah. That's it was not bad, bro. Like I really, I'm one like I was, I really don't care who believes what, you know, anything you believe, even though, you know, even if that may seem a little crazy to other people, as long as you're not really radicalizing it or like harming other people to me, I don't really care what it is yeah but 
there are aspects that I do believe you have to be able to deal with the actions and consequences of your actions and what you believe and understand what it brings around you and be firm in your, you know, what it is you believe. So I personally, in my opinion, just feel like in 2021, to me, religion is kind of like crazy. <laughs> well, honestly, politics has taken the place of religion. And it has. To it's what a, like it's it pro- was a very big up. issue. Yeah. I agree with you like a lot there because I feel like sometimes when you go, like I haven't been to church in a while, but I know like the last time that I did go to church, I was just like, wow, they're in here like talking about politics almost. So like the two are coinciding together in ways, which I think is making each party, either whether it be a religious side of it or the political side of it, both a little bit salty in their own ways. Right. Well, the, I feel like we should really, really focus on the separation of church and state. And I feel like churches should just start paying fucking taxes. I mean, I'm not against that per se, but I, I mean, it's like even as liberals and it's not even a real church, but like they go to whoever their quote unquote preacher is online. Like who's their Twitter guy that they listen to for advice. That person gives their take. And then now that's the take they're going to go spread to everyone because, you know, they believe so hard, wholeheartedly about free college or whatever their issue is. You know, like people just. I don't know. I just think politics is it's kind of like a uh, communism back in Russia. Like they gave up religion because they wanted everyone just to be so into the government, you know, like I think right. humans just want something to like fucking hold on to. Like that's what they believe in. Fuck yeah, And we all do. Everyone believes in some weird thing. But what I, I will say that I believe in is like, there are a lot of things that we don't have access to right now that in my personal opinion, everyone tells me, Oh, we can't afford it or we can't do this. I just feel like there's certain things that as this first world, this everyone wants to run around all the time fucking who, 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 America, best goddamn country in the world. Like, okay, okay, that's how you feel. That's how you, I'm cool with that. I'm I'm cool with people and their feelings. That's how they want to think. But me, on my personal opinion, we're probably not. And not in the sense of like, I get it. We're big. We have Hollywood. We got all these landmarks and all this crazy shit. And there's all these different lifestyles and cultures in America that in a lot of ways, the rest of the world kind of looks up to, even if they don't like us as people, they like our culture. They like things about us might not be necessarily the Midwest or the South, right? but they do look up to cultures in our, in our uh, societies that we have in America. But when people run around and try to toot our horn and try to say things like we're the greatest country in the world, it's like, in what real way do you seriously feel like, I think that you've just been listening to what you've been told because in my opinion, there's a lot of things as a the greatest country in the world, so to speak, or even a first world country that I think we should have access to that I think isn't a matter of political getting along, you know, the whole we got to figure out this political plan, you know, to make sure that this is done. And we just spent another 10 years and and wages are low and this and that, and everybody's still bitching and complaining about whatever it is, whether it be healthcare, religion, or money, or whatever's going on in the world, strikes or natural disasters. It's just a never-ending cycle. But what seems to be the worst is I don't feel like it's the craziness of the world so much that I think like natural disasters. It, we've been having natural disasters throughout history for a long time. Right. Yeah. Whether one's going to come along and wipe out the human existence at some point, is it possible? Very likely possible. Is it going to happen? It's very likely it's probably not going to happen. So you might want to cover your foot and, you know, cover your ass in the end. So 
what I'm trying to get to is without drifting so many different directions, because I could go on all day about it, is I think there's a lot of things in this country that I don't want to say that I think they should be free, but I think our tax dollars alone and not raising anything, the taxes that we already pay in should cover it all. I think it's just mismanagement and greedy ass people among the rich and not saying that the rich are almost so much the problem. I get it. We're going to have rich. We're going to have poor. And those rich people create companies and jobs and things like that. And that's a great thing. I'm not against that at all. But my problem is, is like, cool, you want rich people, you want poor people. I just don't think that poor people should have to go without certain things because they don't have money. There's certain things as a first world country I feel should be accessible to all people like universal health care. Um, I think that we should not have to work 40 to 50. All these people bragging, yeah, you ain't a man unless you work 80 hours a week. If you're fucking happy working 80 hours a week, then kudos to you because that sounds like fucking hell to me. That sounds like literal slavery. Like you're just work all day. What do you do? Go home and and fall asleep somewhere and shower and shave. And if you don't have a wife, your regular life is, you know, what are you going to do? You know? So to me, that sounds miserable, but I think we should have to work less. I do think a lot of companies, like everyone's like, well, all these mom and pop shops are going to shut down. We're killing the job industry. Well, then the mom and pop shops need to hire mom and pops and family and quit trying to, you know, pay below the wages. But these bigger companies, these big rich, so to speak, companies that form these jobs, I think they should pay taxes and I think they should pay a livable wage and have health insurance to their people and things like that. And uh, some of them do, some of them don't. Oh, you know, they don't work full time. Just me, if you're an employee and you're working, that should be accessible. And even if you're not an employee somewhere, you should still have access to those things without going so far into debt that somebody who's making, you know, theoretically 20, let's say they're making 30, $35,000 a year. They're never going to get out of debt when one medical bill is 20 grand. You know what I mean? So to drag someone in into our so first world country, all we do is pay taxes. We buy shit. We pay taxes. The store that bought it paid their taxes. They have to pay their employees who pay more taxes. Those taxes from those people are paying from their taxes. It's just this big cycle, you know, cycle of tax paying citizens where all this money is just drawn from drew from all the people, whether it be the McChicken you're buying, the dollar toothbrush, or whether you're spending hundreds or millions, hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars in your company, you're paying taxes in some extent. Of course, there's loopholes for the rich in different ways. And I understand that. But to me, the money that we need to have the basic stuff, I'm not saying everyone should be rich and have all this stuff. But I think that we should have created a better society to take care of our people so we could be better functional. We're wondering why everyone's depressed and has mental health issues and caught up in politics because motherfuckers are either broke or poor or leaning towards something that they think is the right answer to fix things the way they feel that should be fit to be. And I just feel like there's a lot of things like uh, I was reading here a while back about. Everyone's bitching, saying that we should forgive student debt and forgive student debt and things. And though I don't disagree with a lot of that aspect, I do think that each state should have taxpayer funded community college for anyone who's willing to go to the school and do what it takes to go to school. And everyone's like, we can't afford to send all these fucking people to college, man. Well, I'm not asking you to send me to fucking Ivy League school. That's one hundred thousand dollars a year. I'm looking to create a basic trade. And if we can't afford to cover 
taxpayer funded basic trade skills to the people who are willing to go to school and want to work, who couldn't do it because of money or their lifetimes, their life situations or what was going on. Why would we not? Everyone's bitching about we should give people less food stamps. It's all these people getting food stamps. That's the problem. What's wrong with feeding Americans? Like, I don't understand why you have such a problem with somebody wanting to be able to go to the store and not have to fucking calculate every goddamn nickel so they can afford groceries. Like, that's just my opinion. And those are very liberal people. Some people even say that's socialism. No, it's just taxpayer funded. We've already paid for it. I don't understand why we don't understand that. Like, I'm not saying every penny of it's worked out to the detail. I'm sure a good organized plan could put it together. But I feel like no matter what we come up with as um, voting parties or political parties or individuals of any party, I feel like no matter what, the rich always find a way to say, oh, sorry, we can't afford this. And we go, oh, darn it, man. Let's continue our shit life. Uh, right. Well, That's you touched me. on like a million things. So uh, I'll see if I can remember. First off, the military is the number one thing you didn't touch on, but that would solve all the problems. We spend so much money on the military. That's way too much. That I mean, all this stuff could be paid for with that. So every time someone brings up an argument about the money, it's just like, we're just taking from the military. And then someone's like, what, you just want them to invade us? And uh, if they're going to take everyone's guns, then yeah, that would be a problem if someone invaded us. But as long as we don't take our guns, I think we're okay. Um Minimum wage, I, I don't know. I kind of disagree. I've come a full circle, I guess. I think right now the minimum wage is being pushed by corporate, you know, the Walmarts, the Amazons, the people that can afford it. And so they're like out there pushing like, hey, we need minimum wage to be higher so that people that do own, like you said, mom and pop shops, they can't afford it. They're going to go out of business. And then I just and then with inflation right now, fifteen dollars isn't what fucking seven dollars was like you know, 10 years ago or some shit. So I don't know. I kind of feel like that could all be like my conspiratory mind is that like, they're going to go back and forth, Democrat, Republican. And so that you think your team wins for both sides. And while they're going to continue to pass shit that only helps the rich and just further drives down everyone else. So like, I think all this stuff sounds great. And like the Democrats are, you know, they preach like student loan forgiveness, which I would love. I hate paying my student loans off. Um, You know, like it's the fucking worst thing in the world. But that's like the first thing they dropped out of their bill. You know, like the very that's first they thing. They always do. They do every time. Yeah. And so, like, they just preach all this shit. And then, like, people, um, you know, they're like, you got to vote for the Democrats because they're going to give us all this shit. It's like, no, they say they're going to give you the shit. Now, I guess that's better than the Republicans who aren't at all acting like they're going to help out. But, like, I don't know. I'm just so jaded by the whole process that I'm like, I don't know. I don't think it'll ever fucking work out. But I agree that as a first world country, we're like... Like my homie Petrovita over in Sweden, you know, he shows his life and uh, it looks a lot fucking cooler than living in America, you know, not to hate on America, but like, you know, they're not worried about anybody invading them. They're not invading anybody else. Uh, you know, he's just living, going to work. You know, he, I mean, he's a rapper and content creator, or whatever, but like he's just walking the streets doing whatever. It doesn't, the stress seems different. And he moved there from Seattle because he was like, this is great, you know? And so I do think there's a world in which a lot of Americans are going to start like, listen, where can we fucking move? Problem I'm seeing with that is most countries don't want us <laughs> unless you have a special skill that is valuable to them and their society, or you're just flat rich. A lot of these countries won't accept you. Right. That's very true. Very true. Um, I mean, and we're the same way. I mean, like in America, we only want doctors and stuff from these certain countries or if we had to have it already. So like a lot of people get on the immigration. I feel thing. like we're much more forgiving. Probably, probably, uh, you know, I'm, I fully believe that we just shouldn't have borders, right? Like as far as like, I think if, 
if you believe every human is born with inalienable rights, whether you think it's given by God or just the fact because you're a human and you're born on earth, you have these rights. I think it's weird. We, we stop at a line. We're like, well, no, if they're born over there, they don't have these rights. No, everyone has the rights. Like, that's how I look at it. So I don't, if someone wants to come to America, work hard, do whatever, you know, like, I'm afraid my parents went to New Orleans and they met this guy who was a, you know, taxi driver who was a fucking doctor in whatever country he came from, you know, and like they always bring him up. They're like, man, he was just such a hard worker. And I'm like, yeah, because these people would like they're way harder workers than me. You're like, there's some people that yeah. would come here and they would outwork my ass because just for the chance, we're so fucking spoiled. Yes, I agree. I see a, I like on the, a lot of my Twitter spaces and just different situations. Our first world that we complain about almost every day is somebody else's dream. Right. Yeah. One and I've, I definitely don't disagree with that. I spoke with a gentleman from the Philippines here recently and like literally like he was just like, dude, I'm just so glad to be living here. Like th- I've been dreaming about my whole life. And I'm like, see, where are we at? You know, right. I, I think that we have just created a society to care about things that we shouldn't have to care about anymore. Not that I don't think everyone should kind of put in to an extent, but where I fall the line is when we made it wrong to choose anything else. Right. I agree with that. And also I just think, um, and, and we're in Oklahoma, so it might be different, right? Like we're in a very poor state where people are kind of behind the times it seems, but in general, like you still have to have the new cell phone. You know, for me, I got out like the new video games. You know, like we all got to have the fancy shit, but we live in kind of like a shitty economies. And like, I know, I knew people were like, we're really poor state, dude. I was just learning here recently about red states, a lot of red states. Everyone's like, vote red, vote red, you know. But what I was learning is red states actually borrow more federal funding than blue states By do. a lot. Texas is the only one uh, we, that comes out even, and all the rest are in the red. But because it's so big, and they have, they can probably even that number out a little better. But right. places like Oklahoma, we have more people that are on, like, fucking – uh, social security, you know, not so much social security, but like system, you know, basically whatever food stamps, different services, like, and we're constantly getting federal funding for that all the time to foot the bill on that. And right. I was learning that a while back. And I've always said that my opinion, the conservative way was piss poor. It's all about work, 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 but the working man kind of never really gets a hand in. I feel like it, that's just me. And it's like you said, they're very religious. There's different aspects of uh, conservatives that kind of push me away, but not to say that I don't agree, that I don't agree, my apologies, with some of their views and some of the things they say, because I do. Uh, But I'm not going to get too deep into some of the things that I do or don't, but I don't know. I try to talk to everybody from every aspect and just see how they think and how they feel. And I just keep coming down to the same thing of the point of, I don't really even think taxing the rich is necessarily the answer because I know a lot of people are like wanting to constantly raise uh, taxes on the rich. And I'm against that because not in the sense of like, I'm not talking about companies that employ people. I'm talking about individuals who have just gotten rich from working and they've done different things, different, you know, they've made a lot of money. I don't think that just because you got rich means you should give more money back. I think that this is America. And if you want to come here and get rich, I agree. Uh, but I do think that. excuse me i do think that uh we have uh created a society where a lot of things that we should have access to just from what money we've already created are i think we're just getting fucked out of and where people are just getting fed a spoonful of bullshit every four years to think that it's going to change right for sure well i think someone i mean i think we should uh have rich people pay 
their fair percentage that everyone else. Like if I have to pay taxes on my income, then yeah, I want Elon Musk to pay taxes on his. Like I don't, I don't think that's crazy. Well, I get that. Definitely. <laughs> especially, but Eli, like somebody like him, but I'm talking about, let's say like, uh, so let's say you go out and you're making 500 bucks a week at a job and you're paying 150 bucks a week in taxes out of your check. Let's say you walk away with your check and it's, you know, 350 or 400 bucks or some shit. Okay. And you've paid this hundred dollars a week and then someone else goes and they make a thousand dollars a week and they pay $300 in taxes. Do you think that just because they made a thousand, they should have to pay a couple hundred more? Well, it's a percentage thing. So if you paid 15% of yours, they should pay 15% of theirs. That's how I think. it. Should I be. agree. But I feel like we're getting to the point where we think the rich should have to pay more than that 15% while the regular continue to pay 15. Well, also there's, it's because, and I meant to bring this up way earlier. It's uh, we said earlier, like everyone gets their news from whoever, and it is all fake news. Like there's, it's very hard. It's all everything. I, I won't even <laughs> It's hard to understand what is and what isn't. But so like, for instance, with this That's tax really thing gets brought up, right? And like in France, if you make over a million euros or whatever it is that you get taxed at 75 percent on everything over that million. Right. But that gets reported as, oh, you want to live in France where millionaires are taxed at 75 percent. But it's not that they're whole wages. It's that anything they make over that million. And so, like, to me as a normal person, like, I get it. If I wish I was super mega rich, you know, but like chances are I will never be, you know, given my life projections or whatever and so like i don't give a fuck if some rich guy gets to keep his extra however many billion fuck him if let him pay fucking tax you know it's like there is a side of me like that and i do think poor people uh do need to kind of be like eat the rich mentality i do think that would be good for the country because i think right now there's a lot of comfortable motherfuckers and they're very rich lifestyles while people are starving and shit like that the drive me crazy you know i agree but to me honestly i think that Rich people have gotten in some aspects like we're not a lot of people go, well, there's nothing wrong, like especially with the conservative side, because I've talked to conservatives and I've seen a few a couple of different really, really they're hard, diehard conservatives. And they think that if a country makes a billion dollars or whatever, that just be that they should have these rights to get away with not paying loopholes you know, loopholes to not pay these things. And I'm like, well, the problem, man, it's like, it's like the boss who's like, Hey, none of y'all would have a job here without me. But really the employees, like you wouldn't have this business if it wasn't for your employees. And so like, there's like this disconnect, uh, between, I mean, and I get, there's a narcissism that comes with being successful and you being able to put people on and shit like that. Uh, but I do think in today's climate, that shit ain't fine much longer. Like I think, I don't know. I could be wrong. Maybe it all comes crashing down the other way, but. I think the way we're going, it might be a matter of time, (laughs) but who knows the way I see it is as humans, we're stupid enough in 50 years. I could see us still sitting around arguing about the same shit fatter and stupider than we've ever been on even better electronic. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's the movie idiocracy, you know, it's one of my favorite movies and uh, I love it. Yeah, it's, and I and people it's come around where people get mad if you say like they predicted the future that's what's happening and I'm like well it is I don't know it's so fucking good it's so perfect man it's so perfect and like I can't get over politics just in general like I don't I don't care about e- either uh, side necessarily but just how like the media's spin on like the last president versus the current president and how it's just so yeah. obvious. I'm, and I hate I'm both of them. With, I'm pretty <laughs> much done with presidents. Like <laughs> right, even when I. 
speak about the things that I'm going on about, even though they may lean towards a certain way, which is not necessarily I'm going with their party, like the things I was speaking on earlier, whether we go into depth on any of them, but a lot of the like things I'm saying we should just have basic access to as Americans. Like that's just how I feel just because I live here. It ain't because I vote Democrat or Republican or swing either way. It's just basically what it comes to is we're this big, great first world country with all this money. I feel like there's no reason why, honestly, with the taxes we pay right now, I should go to the doctor and go get what I need. Like, and when I speak on this is because I have insurance and I'm struggling to get the medical supplies that I need right now that I have to get every month. It took me like weeks and weeks, but I don't know if it's because of the shortages. I think partial of it's because of the insurance I have. So it's just like in this situation where like you're, I go to the doctor and I get this, 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 and you say, this is what I need to do, which requires this, this, and this. And then I even get insurance and you're still telling me it's not covered. And now I am having to pay even more money out of pocket, which I don't have. So that right there, I don't think anyone should go through that, whether they have a million dollars or whether they have $10. I think right now, if you got a million dollars in your bank account and you're swerve around the corner to go get your cheeseburger and you crash into someone, I think you should go to the hospital and you should be able to get all the medical services you need and be right on your merry way. I don't think that anyone should be sent a bill for a medical service ever. Right. And what you're describing, I mean, I think that would be great. And I think the problem is, because uh, I have a friend uh, through the podcast where we made a song together and he lives in Scotland or England now, but he's from Alabama. And he explains over yeah. there, like, you might have to wait seven weeks for your doctor's appointment, you know, because everyone has the, you know, national health system or whatever. And so like right. NHS, right. It's like, yeah, sure. It sounds great for everyone to have it until you're fucking waiting to get your arm splinted. So like, I think the argument's like, well, at least in America, if you have money or you're willing to take on debt, they'll get you in, you know, or whatever. It, and it is fun. Well, it's it's fun I just for talked sure. to a dude last night from Australia, and Australia is considered a first world country with universal. And he said it's the same thing. Anytime you go, it's going to be a little bit of a wait. But isn't that any emergency room in America right now? If, if I'm in there with a broke leg, a guy comes in with a gunshot to the chest, they're going to wheel him by me and go on. For sure. For sure. And I've been and I just feel like when people say, well, I don't want to wait in an emergency room. Dude, I haven't been in the emergency room where I haven't waited three to four hours at any time in my life. Yeah, ever, ever. ever. I remember once as a kid, my mom took me and they took my temperature and that was it. And they tried to send her a bill and she like had to fight the hospital over it. Dude, I remember one time I literally cut up my finger with like a router. I was doing countertops for this construction job and I went to go pick it up. And when I grabbed it, I kind of turned up the deal and I just, the way it went, I just fucking, and all it really did was skin my fingers. But at the time it was like, fuck, you know, I'm really thinking I took some chunks out of my finger, fucking bloods everywhere. You know, it looks like a fucking murder. Right. So I'm thinking, oh fuck, we go to the doctor. They literally like poured some some soapy water and some cleaning fluid and wrapped up my fingers with gauze and tried to charge me like 1200 bucks. My fucking boss, literally his wife, which is like the lady that runs that company. She went to court and fought them motherfuckers and got the whole bill. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's best. Yeah. I had something similar when I was in high school or junior high, I was in robotics club and uh, people don't know you got these materials and you built a fucking robot for this shit. And you got to go compete. And uh, I was putting, I was drilling, a hole in something and i just put the drill right through the palm of my hand jesus style and i mean it sucked i was all on video too because it was like part of the club was they documented everything on video and so my little high-pitched squeaky voice at the time was like 
I, I didn't even scream, actually. I just looked at my teacher and told her, hey, I just drilled my hand and she didn't believe me. And then I held it up and I had this like spirally meat hanging out of my hand. And then, yeah, I went to the ER and all they did was push it in and put a Band-Aid over it. That was it. Right. And I was thinking like, oh, man, there's going to be some crazy shit that happens here. So I won't go into detail because I know that other people are going to listen to this and I don't want to go into that kind of aspect of my personal life. But I will say I had surgery back in August. I think one of the last shows we spoke. Well, I had some complications like a little bit after our show and after we healed, I had a little bit of complications. So my heal up process took a really, really long time. Like the last time I had spoke on here, I was like, yeah, everything's good and I'm good to go. I think that following week I was back in the hospital. Yeah, I knew you had more complications after we talked. And I just got really like, (coughs) honestly, without going into detail, I just learned that our body is a little more durable than we think it is. Not to say that we're invincible, but as long as you're a healthy, able-bodied being, you'd be surprised what you can heal from. Right. I see people with like weird shit going on, but just from what I just went through, I'm just like shocked. Like the things I'm doing now, I just started a new job here this, you know, recently. And uh, it's going to be a good job for me. I'm really trying to stick with this job. I've kind of bounced around the last few years from hustle to hustle, trying to figure out my way, doing this and that. And I just was trying to figure out, you know, what I want to do. And everywhere I got to, I was unhappy with what I was doing, which really resorts back to me being unhappy with myself, which is something that I'm still struggling with. And I'm probably always going to always going to struggle with. Like I keep trying. I've just basically come to the conclusion that. I'm not a happy individual. There are things that definitely make me happy. They're just different from other people. But this everyday life that we do is not for me. And I don't want it to sound bad. I could, you know, I'm ready to just end it all because that's not the case. It's really not. I'm I'm adapting and doing what I have to do. But all I keep telling, like I was telling my uncle, I'm like, I just all I can say is if this is what I'm going to have to do every day and this is what society thinks I should do and this is what I have to do to, you know, have this basic essentials that I need to do, I'm going to be an old man quick. That's all I can say, because I've tried my best to guide my way to get somewhere that would make me happy. But the truth is, anytime I got to get up, go somewhere and do something for somebody else, I'm instantly going to be unhappy. Yeah. I mean, even to the smallest degree, I agree with that. Like, uh, you know, there's moments in my life, like I'm married and things are great and shit. And I'll have moments. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Like, you know, like, why, why aren't you just like, yeah, things are fine. I don't, I don't fit in the world anymore. I don't know what it is. I have like the weirdest social life ever. As far as a dating life, that's basically completely out of the question at this point, because I deal with my own, I'm like a hot mess every day. You know what I mean? So it's hard for me to even try to fathom the idea and uh, my mental health and anxiety, my anxiety is one of the worst aspects of it all. But when I try to, I guess, blend in a little bit more, like a lot of people tend to go out and go to a lot of social gatherings with people. Every time I go to those places, I feel like the just most awkward guy there. You know what I mean? Like, take me to the club. And I'm just like the guy that just the whole time I'm in the corner, like, fuck, I want to leave. Like, and it used to not be like that when I was younger, I was a lot more willing to seem to go out and do things, but the older I've got that kind of shit, I just, I don't know, man, I don't do well with crowds of people. I got issues with like, I'm an asshole. I'm not going to lie. I think we spoke about that before. I am not a, I'm not a happy go lucky guy. I'm really a bitchy old bitch about five days a week. 
the happiest I ever am is on the weekends. And that's when I don't have to go to work and do a bunch of shit and deal with a bunch of stupid fucks. And I hang out with my daughter on the weekends, you know, and she's what makes me happy. So we go on. But the rest of the week, Monday through Friday, if you interfere with anything into my routine, uh, I'm I don't know, man, I'm trying my best. I'm trying to be better. <laughs> right. I mean, when I was in college, I, uh, you know, had some betrayal moments, if you will. I guess probably the nicest way to put them were like, you know, people just really betrayed my trust. And so I got really hermitish. Yeah. And like I uh, I didn't really go out with people. I didn't enjoy crowds. You know, I'm very introverted just in general. And my wife actually um, knocked on my door and brought me brownies because she knew I lived there. Like I was in a fraternity, but I didn't kind of I didn't participate really. And she was in a sorority, but it was kind of the same way. So she knew of me. And she brought me brownies and uh, I was like, um, yeah, come in or whatever. And we just became friends. And like through that, eventually started dating and all that. But if it wasn't for like her going out of her way, you know, like I just I was just in a place that probably still am this way of like, I, you know, I wasn't going to go yes. up and talk to anybody or do whatever, you know. I don't know. I was over an extra, an extra, uh, with an extra extrovert. <laughs> yeah. Extra. And they I, had to come find you. And and I feel bad because, you know, I've rubbed off on her, you know, and I'm like, oh man, you're getting some of my habits. Like she's like these fucking people. And I'm like, no, that's what I say. I'm the one that's mad at all the people. <laughs> so, uh, but it happens. I try to be as like courtesy as I can, but then there's just like times where there's like these stupid people. Like I'll get these like, I don't want to go into that, but I'll just get these like people at work that think because they're rich and I work there, I'm supposed to do everything they want me to do. I'm like, if you think I'm lifting that for your old rich ass, you're out of your fucking mind. Like, right, yeah. I don't give a fuck. I'm getting the same amount of money every week, no matter what. <laughs> so, yeah. I just, but I'm, I'm getting older, man. I find myself more and more sounding like my dad, um, which is fine with me, I guess. But I'm trying not to be them completely and I'm still me. I know that because I still think what I think and go on what I go on about, but I'm getting more and more less where I want to go out and do things with people. Um, uh, I don't know, man. I think it's just people. Maybe it's just me. Who knows? Maybe I'm fucking crazy. (laughs) I'm trying to avoid people. There's a, like you were saying, you've had betrayal like this recent thing. And not only that, really just these last couple of years with COVID, like a friend of mine just hit me up a while back and we kind of just not really had it out, but I just, you know, at the point where like, you're hitting me up randomly and I'm just like, dude, why are you hitting me up? He's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, I don't need you to text me once a year. Cause you're feeling guilty one night and that you want to reconnect with some friend. Like, dude, we did some drugs in high school. We had some fun. Fuck off, man. Like, I don't know how to put that to you nicely. Like, we're not friends. We don't get together on Fridays, play poker. Our kids ain't getting you. Why are you hitting me up? At this point, I just don't have any time for it anymore. I'm 36 years old. I have an 11-year-old daughter. I have a lot of shit to take care of in my life that I've pushed aside for other things that I shouldn't have been pushing aside for. And I have a lot of catching up to do. So things like that are just irrelevant to me. So it's like, just move on, man. Move on with your life. I'm sorry you got some regrets somewhere. We all do. Believe me, I've got a ton of regrets. I don't want to rekindle with what I've learned is that rekindling with these old people trying to just shows you how much more and more people don't give a fuck about you till it's convenient for them. Yeah. I mean, I have a, a really actually similar story that's happened to me recently. Uh, in general, <laughs> I have friends throughout my life that I've called my best friend, you know, a few different people. 
And like yep. that, that meant a lot to me because I'm an only child. I think I think that meant more for some reason. And like I just had this like, you know, they were my buddy forever sort of thing. Right. And so like I really did feel I mean, like when I've lost touch with certain people, I think it's the same as a breakup, you know, not to be too gay about it. But, uh, you know, like it's, <laughs> I mean, it's it is kind of how it is. And so like I, one of my best friends growing up was this dude named uh, Jonathan. And at one time I let him come up here like when I first started dating my wife and uh I introduced him as my best friend from childhood. And he was like, well, I don't know if we were best friends. You know, and he's like being a total asshole about it. And I was like, oh, fuck. And like that day I was like, well, then fuck him forever. Cause I can do that. I can do like, fuck you forever on like a drop of a dime, right? Like if I decide something's cross the line. And so, and recently he's been trying to hit me up and like I, his life's horrible. He's been to jail a few times and you know, things aren't going great, but I'm like, dude, I don't give a fuck. I tried to hit you up 10 years ago and be your friend. And you were like off that, you know, and like, I don't know. So, and I have a few right. other in college that like, you know, people that were down and out uh, addicted to whatever. I let them sleep on my couch for a few months to get clean. And then they just disappear. And like, they, they came and respond to a message, you know, and like, I do feel some type yes. of way. And I'm, so I have gotten to a point where I'm like, fuck it. I, my homie powwow is like my only best friend that still is like, keeps in touch with me. And then my homie skinny who come, you know, who's like my homie these days, you know, and he, he just comes over and we yes. hang out and shit. And so like, but outside of that, I don't need a bunch of friends. I don't need to reminisce with people from high school. You know, every once in a while I'll talk to somebody, but in general, I don't. Now they all still talk to each other and my class only graduated like 30. So it wasn't like a big class, but like, you know, I just, I'm out on all that. And then in college, even I was in a fraternity. I don't even talk to most of the people that were in the fraternity. Cause at some point in time I felt like, they I wasn't meant for them or whatever. I don't know. So I just kind of, you know, withdrew, if you will. I definitely agree. I think that um, what I say is uh, every time I say like. Like what I did here recently a while back was uh, not my like, you know, my Twitter, my Instagram and all that. That's just for music and promotion only. I mean, I try not to put too much of my personal life there. It's just kind of where I post music, photos, things like that for music. It's not music related. I try to keep it from there. And then I have like a personal Facebook page that I've deleted thousands of people <laughs> off through the years. And yeah. it's not like personal, like especially like this last like year. Or so I just gotten rid of all these like fucking people from high school, just like someone that's got like six kids and they've been on my Facebook for like eight years. I've literally never interacted with them. I'm like, why are they here? So I just have weaned it, you know, just went through and made my personal Facebook where like basically like, I feel like everyone on there at the point where I feel like if I sent them a message, they would respond. And when someone, and then when I say, well, they'll go, why'd you unfriend me? I'm like, well, fuck, I can message you today. You wouldn't even respond to me. Right. So my opinion is people go, well, we're all busy. We got kids. I ain't got time to message someone every time they message me. I got a job. Guess what? I got a full-time job too, Monday through Friday. A daughter, medical problems, a house, car issues, problems. So the bottom's bottom that I'm coming into is, yeah, I get that we all have lives. That's what this me and this dude was arguing about the other day when I told him to leave me alone. He said something like, what am I supposed to do? Drop my whole family and my life for you? And I'm like, I never told you to drop shit in your life. But if I'm somebody that you've known for 20 years and I send you a message and say, hey, man, how you doing? You don't know what that's about. I could be messaging to tell you I want to blow my fucking brains out. Right. I could be messaging you to say, dude, I just want you to know that I fucking love you and I hope you're doing good in life. But no, you looked at the message, tossed your phone down. OK, let's say, for an instance, you were busy. Fine. I get that. I, You know how many people message me or text me? Not very many. But when they do, there's times when I have to fucking push my phone aside for a while. I promise you, by the end of the day, 
the next morning, I've responded to those people. I never would leave someone I've known my whole life that I love and care about on red. And I ran into that so many times over my life to the point of like, you're going to tell me that people in the old days managed to make, I got grandmothers and shit that they didn't have an internet. They didn't even have a fucking phone, but somehow they knew where every family member lived. They visited regularly. They, they were family reunions, things like that went on. I Now it's like, do what? I got an answer, a message from this little electronic device I hold that has access to people from all over the planet, from multiple different platforms. Like, won't answer one goddamn message like they're a fucking superstar on Facebook. I'm like, you know what? Fuck all y'all. And if that's how it really feels and people think I'm just being a whiny bitch or I'm taking it all personal, then so fucking be it. If you can't respond to me in a reasonable fashion, we've known each other our whole life, this and that. And I'm not talking about each individual person. People grow apart, move right. off jobs. I, I get that. I'm talking about people who the main people, you know, that I've grown up with who could give a shit less and not, not even just friends, but even some of my own fucking family will make an excuse to get out of just seeing you just so they can be whatever they're being, you know, and I'm not going to go into details, whatever that is, whatever, but people are just to me, like, put the fucking phones down, man. Like I'm, I don't know. I tweet less. I'm on Instagram less. All these social media sites, I'm on them less and less and less every day, every week, every month. There's less reasons for me to get on them. I'm just on TikTok watching people sing songs. I like to. I will. I, I scroll more <laughs> TikTok. So talented on there, man. That almost makes me depressed, but I still dude, love what? it. I'm like, some people are so good. I'm like, these dudes are so much better than me. And they're over fucking singing for dude. TikTok. Like I can't the, the shit they come up with just as a content creator. I'm like, this is why my TikTok has 21 followers because <laughs> right. I have nothing to fucking TikTok about. Right. Well, I could do like I could rap. I could do at some beats, you know, or whatever and, and rap to them. But I'm so like old school and like I'm not wasting a verse on a fucking TikTok video. I'm gonna make a song with it. You know, like that's just where my brain That'd be goes. the one that you that'd probably be the one you blow up on at this point. Um, I probably need to work. On I it. see some on there that are just like some shit on there i'm just like you have got to be fucking out of your mind to post this right. like like especially the people who are there for the clout and the views like just some of the shit i see but i won't lie out of all the social media sites when it comes to just like scrolling a news feed i always fucking end up on tiktok it's addicting they get they get your their algorithms good like within a week it's like basically it knows what you like um yep. And then it basically only shows you that, like, uh, you know, they always. I'm wondering how many TikToks we've seen that are the same. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> I'm sure it's been ton. Yeah, for sure. Mine's mainly music stuff. Uh, you know, like I first day I got on TikTok, I fell in love with the itty bitty titty committee song, and like I just watched it over and over, and so like they kept showing me all the remixes to that, and so it really got me down this path of just songs and remixes to songs, and, and then every once in a while I'll get you know some other. Stuff will get in there, but I have a lot of music. I can't even try to narrow down the shit I see on there. I see a lot of like. They've got me in conservative TikTok a little bit lately because I enjoy some like, you know, Epstein's a pedophile. And then somehow that kicks you into you're a Donald Trump fan. I'm like, can we all agree that pedophiles are bad? Like, how is this? Right. How is this a political? I keep ending up on like, it'll be like a random live and it'll be like a guy just sitting in front of it with some water in his mouth saying, don't give me, don't something da, 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 all this bullshit and it's just like literally a guy sitting there on live with water in his mouth and then like 
like putting his hand over his mouth, pretending everything's about to make him laugh. And I'm just sitting here like, I hope you die on your live, you fucking idiot. Right. Like, I don't know. I'm just, that's how I think about these people. I know that sounds horrible, but they'll just sit around and do the dumbest shit on the lives to get, and these people are sitting here gifting them all this shit. I'm just like, yeah, I saw a guy yesterday. Uh, he was fake playing flappy bird because you could just tell it was, it was a loop. It was like a, you know, one minute loop or whatever. So it looked like he was never losing the game. And it just kept looping. And he was like, oh, my God, we're setting records. And then more and more people kept watching. I was like, people are falling for this shit. It's like so obvious. And, <laughs> it's a loop. And paying them. And they're getting paid. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, I've ended up on this one guy. I don't know how the fuck he's there. There's a few that what I don't get is they have this little three dots on the bottom there that you can click it. And it brings up that little thing that says not interested. And I'm like, every time I click that, it either shows me more of that content or it shows me other content relating around that content. It'll be like this guy I keep seeing. He's like a fucking weird looking guy from Louisiana with like fucked up hairline. His hair's everywhere. I mean, I'm not hating on the dude and his spirit and everything. I just generally think his videos are dumb. He's just really, really over extra with the singing and he's not really singing. You know, he's just singing to the voiceovers and it's just like, these different songs and at first it's like okay well whatever and then now it's like not interested next morning i look up here he is again i'm like why is it keep showing me this guy i thought if i click not interested you were going to show me less of the content right but you just keep showing me the same shit yeah i, I don't know so, i get a lot of island boys you know like i get a, oh man oh, those dudes are blowing up right now i know and it's a perfect example because i've been trying to explain to skinny and other people here that I wish I could care less about lyrics. Now, I'm sure some people hear my music and they're like, you care about your lyrics. But, you know, I do when I'm writing them. But I'm like, it doesn't matter. No one cares. Like those motherfuckers just said the most random shit. And it's like huge. And it's great. And I've heard I've heard covers of the song like to other genres using those lyrics. And who cares? It's great. You know, I'm like, it's, there's something to be learned here that it's just not some shit's not as important as we think. Have you uh, found any songs on from TikTok that you've heard enough to make you go listen to them? Yeah. Itty Bitty Titty Committee Remix. Got that on Spotify. <laughs> uh, I will. Why Money Ain't Free is about to be on Spotify. I, I was digging that one a couple weeks ago. I don't know if you heard Why Money Ain't Free, but it was pretty good. And then once the Island Boys songs gets on something, I would probably listen to it. I don't know if it'll be on repeat. It depends on what the beat is, you know, for that one. But. I'm an island boy. I'm just trying to make it. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Uh, so I'm just going to, I need to make more music, you know, and speaking of music, I actually, there was one thing I was going to bring up with you because I thought you'd have an interesting take on it. And then we should totally touch on your music before, you know, we get off here. But uh, I there was someone the other day that posted about how, and this came to my mind earlier when you were saying that people like in the Philippines and all these places that are kind of jealous of uh, American living. There are people in other countries that would love a beat, right? But like, I'm charging $50 for a beat and to them. That's like $500 or something. Right. <laughs> and so like, I would be cool with working with these people and even people that are like, they can't afford beats. I'm, I was that person. You know, for many, many years, I rapped on a shitty USB microphone over free beats. And you know, I'm not against working with somebody. And so I, someone was posting, they needed beats and they wanted links to people's beat stores. So I put a link to my beat store and they put, I was too expensive. And I was like, Oh, my beats are only like $50. Like, I mean, I thought that was pretty cheap. And they said, oh, it is, but I can't afford any that expensive at the moment. So I was like, why are you asking for people's beats 
link first off, no to stores with no money. And then I even hit them up because they, they have a lot of mutual friends with me, you know? And I was like, Hey, if you would like a free beat, uh, just let me know. And I can send you, you know, I have a folder of some that are kind of like not good enough for my store, but I don't really know what I'm going to do with them. And, uh, you know, I could send them a couple your way. And they said, well, I guess I would take a free beat. And I just didn't like that response. So then I went ahead and looked in their history and they charge for album artwork and they do commissions for artwork. And I'm like, and you're over here not going to, you're not going to pay someone for a beat whenever you're selling art. Like, I don't know. It really rubbed me the wrong way. And, um, I don't know. I actually, I keep thinking about it. I'm like these fuckers, these fuckers are begging for free shit whenever they would expect someone to pay them for doing artwork. I just think it's crazy. It sounds about like most artists. They want, they <laughs> think that because they're an artist that everyone should give them free stuff. But anytime you mention them being involved with anything, they're like, well, I mean, you got to send me some money first. I'm like, Man, yeah. shut up. Ain't nobody giving you no money for your fucking shitty ass raps. Get the fuck out of here. Right. And I've I've never paid for a verse. I've hit up a couple people who have said uh, you know, it would cost money. And I just said, you know, no offense to you, but I I will find someone for free, you know, that that'll do it. Because right. I have a lot of friends, you know, that would or whatever. And uh like I'm gonna give everyone percentages, you know, so like however good the song does. You'll get whatever you know those pennies are. You know that's how that's the world we're we're in. <laughs> but I actually just went through it. I started uh, finally getting a little bit of payments from some of my recent singles. You know those those last couple that I dropped. Yeah, they're great. You know because it takes forever to get fucking money on them. You know, it's and like three. You or four finally months, look yeah. in your account one day and it says they finally owe you a whole eight bucks or something. You know, and I'm like, well, I guess I'll cash out my money. And uh, this is of course time when I'm like needing the money, which. I've always said everything in distro should be saved to use back towards music, but never works that way. One week I'll be broke and I need 50 bucks and I just happen to have 50, 60 yeah. bucks on there or something. So I understand. I used to be I'll good at it, it and putting it back into music, but this year, for some reason, I guess inflation, I've just like, there's been a couple of times I've been like, what do I got in there? All right. I'm, I need that. So, Yeah. I looked a while back, it was uh, like a few weeks ago, whatever. I was like, I'm going to check it. And I'd looked and I was like, ah, there's not enough there to matter. And then I went back and looked and they started throwing money on me. And I was like, okay, I'm going to cash this out. Fucking waited like well over the 14 days that they say they're going to take. And they still hadn't sent me my money. I had to actually go through distro and reach out and say, I have my withdrawal. And the next day it was on there the next morning. (laughs) Yeah. I've heard some people complain. I've never had that issue, but I've seen a few people. That's the first time that I've had an issue with any kind of payment or whatever, but that was a little strange. Uh, Other than that, the only other problem I've had with them is they're saying my YouTube is verified, which is my personal YouTube page that I've, you know, been gaining subscribers on for the last couple of years through music. And it has like, I don't know, 400 and something subscribers. So I was trying to get my songs to drop on there. They're saying my YouTube's verified, but every time I drop my music, it's not putting the music on my YouTube. It's same. just dropping it on some bullshit YouTube page. Uh, same with mine. Uh, I have I have two Spotify or two artist accounts with A of the Mo and A of the Mo makes beats. And it, it drops all the A of the Mo makes beats on it, but none of the A of the Mo projects, which is the ones I want. I don't give a fuck about yeah. my beat tapes being on the route one. Right. Uh, I don't know what I'm thinking. Maybe they've updated something within their terms and services. I need to read through everything because I know for a while everyone was saying you can't even get your own personal uh, YouTube on there. And then I found out you could. And so I don't know, man, the shit's too, too hard to keep up with sometimes for me. It's just like every time I turn around, it's something new. So 
Right. And speaking uh, of your last songs, uh, Can't Go Home, I still think is very good. You know, I have it on my personal playlist, you know, I listen to songs. So I like that one a lot. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, honestly, man, it finally did like 20K on um, Spotify, which is the most I've ever done on the most I've ever done on any song that I've done solo. That's the right way to say it. Right. Because uh, I think my other col- <clears throat> collab from last year with Ira anymore, I think it's like, I don't know, it's got, it's a few thousand over 20K, but. It don't seem like much to some of these artists when they're out getting a hundred thousand streams. But I'm like, dude, I'm just happy to get twenty thousand. I remember when I couldn't get anyone to listen to anything. So I'm just happy with my twenty K. It ain't much, but uh, you know, once in a while I might make forty, fifty bucks here and there from streams and uh that's pretty much the gist of it. I've pretty much come that me making money from music will probably never happen because I don't have the time, energy, and money to dedicate to it. Right. And shout out Graveyard. I'm sure they've put you on some playlists. I know that's how I get all my listens. And uh, Graveyard, yeah. Graveyard's the, the only podcast. reason. They're at least half of my streams, if right. not more, is Graveyard. And then uh, I've gotten a few other ones, though. Um, yeah, I saw a couple uh, places sharing it, um, like some countdown thing. I, I followed them, whoever it was. Yeah, I got like Cool Top 20. Yeah, they, um, I never did anything, but I submitted one with them, which was cool because uh, I submitted um, – can't go home to them and they have like a little thing where you can make a donation to them i think it's like a three dollar donation and i'm not against donating to indie you know places that support actual indie artists at all not ridiculous amounts you know every time you get on there they're just wanting a twenty dollar bill but they had where you can make a donation if you want to and it was like three bucks american you know i made the donation and i submitted my song and they hit me back up and said, Hey, we put your song on these playlists. Appreciate you. Da, 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 da. And then like, they put me on their top 20, which just kept getting me streams every month and adding me to their list. I got all the way up to the ninth slot. And then the next month I didn't make the top 20 at all. So I guess the hype finally died on that one, you know? Right. <laughs> then, uh, the other song, I liked it as well. We also played on the podcast. Um, I just, I can't go home for whatever reason really stands out out of the two to me. But I think they're yeah, both good. I put a little more heart and soul into that, which don't get me wrong. I really, really love Without You. I actually love it. I like it a lot. Yeah, I think but it's fun. The song is just, it's missing. It needed like a really, really big outro, maybe some kind of bridge skit in the middle. I think we had mentioned it right. does. Like, it's too short. So I was like, well, fuck, what am I going to do now? You know, it's already out. And I think I kind of knew that when writing it. But the way the beat came together, I was like, eh, you know, with the, oh, oh, it's like, I'll get it. It'll get mixed. It's going to sound good. Yeah. At the end of the day, it still was lacking. It, I mean, it happens. Uh, that's honestly why I like doing albums is because uh, I think I'm okay at making album cuts. You know, I'm not as good at making the singles. And so uh, if that was like, if you had a whole album and that was just one in there from one to the next, I don't think anyone would have been like, oh, that was too short. But whenever it is, they would never single, noticed. They would be like, ooh, on to the next one. Right, exactly. So it's just like a different yeah. different way of listening to it. Um, different way. I, I agree. That's why I was thinking, actually. I know we had, sp- we had spoke about it before on previous shows, but I was like, you know, I'm thinking about just saving, like, because I got, like, another one right now that is going to be dropping pretty soon. I don't know. I mean, it, it'll be at least six weeks at minimum if I drop it. But I got another one that's coming out. It's a lot longer. It's a totally different vibe. It's got a couple of good long hooks on it with the verses. So 
I'm going to see how it does as a single, but I've got these newer ones I'm writing. And I think the, for some reason, the way I'm writing these newer songs, the way they're all kind of the same, I think I was doing exactly what you're saying. I was thinking about just waiting, recording all of these, getting them all the finished touches on the mixing, the mastering, and just dropping a little EP with about four, probably like four songs, three songs. Right. Just fuck it. Here's your songs. Here's, here's three, four songs, man figure out a nice intro for the whole little EP or something and put it together and put it out and, you know, yeah. let that marinate for a while. See how it does, I guess. Yeah. I love EPs. Uh, that's something I, I definitely like to do. Um, right now, I, my next project is uh, I remade my first album that I self-produced because I was a shitty producer. I probably still am, honestly. If I, I'm only three years in, but I went and remade those beats and I respit it and it kind of sounds like a live version of the original songs. And uh, yeah. so that's going to come out on Christmas Eve. But then after that, I got to work on, you know, I have a collab album I plan on doing. It's going to be my last one. So I might send you yeah. an invite email. I just I can't keep doing it. It's so fuck. It's so much work. Uh, I've just started this one. I'm already exhausted from it. And I'm like, I'm done. Like, I'm at the very beginning of it all. Uh, but I did record the most on my new one is I'm debating if I want to do it right here at the end of the year, if I'm just going to wait to go into the new year and start the new year with a good single, that's what I was like, ah, right. I don't know. And I would normally I, do that. But since these are remakes, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to just throw it in in December. Get them out. Yeah. <laughs> at least you have the new year with some good music out to keep promoting for a while while you work on new. Cause right. I've been behind and I said, I took a new job and, Though I do love the job, I actually do like the job a lot. It's taken a lot of my time. I mean, you know, it's like dark to dark pretty much, especially with the time change now, you know, pretty much dark to dark now. And I'm like, I, my time is very limited, but still got my weekends. I've managed to hang on to them. Thank God. Right. So, well, hell yeah. And, uh, well, man, uh, hopefully, uh, do you, do you say you have a date yet for your next song or you're just think it'll be within six weeks debated if i do it's gonna drop it like you said it's gonna be something right around the end of december if i do if not i might just wait and go into the new year with it wait for the new year to drop but i would depend, that's what i would depends think on, yeah. depends on how i like the sound of it because sometimes when i get it i'm like i can't wait i gotta get it out for the people to hear right they gotta hear this song even though they're gonna fucking ignore it <laughs> yeah i mean i have that i mean to me i i love it and hate the feeling of like that you know, a week or two before your album's out and like only you've really heard it and you're like, oh man, people are going to love this shit before like it's set in that like actually like 10 people will care and then like everyone else will be like, oh, that's cool and then they'll kind of move on or whatever. But, you know, in your mind, you're like, this could be the one. This could be the one. Right. Like the Everyone, you're right. It's going to be the one. I get you. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I'm a, I don't expect too much. I have a certain little numbers. Basically, I'm not too mad because, uh, these last two singles, basically, you know, I like to see at least 10,000 streams within my month of dropping it. As long as I hit that, I mean, I know that's like small in some cases, not even making me a lot of money streaming, but as long as I can see my at least 10K streams plus within a 30 days that I put it out, I'm okay with it. Uh, I did that on Can't Go Home easily, but I did not do uh, my last one, didn't do it, did my 24 hour goal, but it didn't do my 30 day goal. So I was like, ah, eh, fuck it, man. So it is what it is. Uh, I, I, we, I already know why. It just as a single, it was lacking in places, not so much in the delivery of the uh, audio or whatever. The quality was just there was lacking in the songwriting. There was a missing aspect of it that made it where, like you said, if it would have been two other songs with it, nobody would have cared. They'd have been on to song number three. But 
the fact that when it was over, it was over. It was like, eh, on to the next. I feel like that really lacked a lot on this one. So I'm going to keep that in mind for the next one. This next one's a lot longer, though. It's like Can't Go Home. It's a lot longer song. Right. Yeah, my my last uh, project, the singles I did, they did pretty good. And the album started off pretty good, but it died, kind of died out quickly, too. Like a lot faster than the singles did, which is weird. I thought it would have like had more legs. But also, it's a kind of it's kind of all bummer songs, you know, like I don't make happy music. Yeah, I'm that's getting be in my worst case. Some of these new songs, it's like, fuck, are you ever happy? Right. Yeah, I really am. I just like writing about sad songs, but whatever. Right. I'm happy I'm writing about pot, but everyone's like, oh, all you write about is pot. And I'm like, well, I mean, what do you want, motherfuckers? You want the happy right. pot songs? I do smoke about six, seven days a week in most cases. Yeah. I mean, honestly, when uh when people find out um how much I do or like are with me in person, they're like, oh, f- fuck. You know, because like I and I try not to even brag, but like I would not be scared of being outsmoked by like anyone, you know, and I, I'm sure right. someone's like be real or Snoop Dogg or whatever. I'm like, sure, probably because they've had thousands of dollars for many years. But I'm saying like right. normal people like there is no fear and not even like and honestly, I would be excited to be outsmoked by someone like that sounds like the most fun fucking day of all time, you know, but uh, I definitely agree with uh, a lot of that. I've had a lot of situations where I'm just like, eh. I have no limit. I can I can smoke on it. Don't matter. I've met people that are like they eventually give up, but I'm cutting back. But it ain't been because of uh. It definitely ain't because I'm getting too high. It's just because lack of uh time for one thing, and then on top of that, lack of fundage. Yeah, I I really need to do a tea break. I talk about it every few months on this podcast. I've done one six years. (laughs) I need a tea break. Like six months, six years ago, I think it was because it was my best friend's weddings. Whenever I got off of it, I did a tea break for three weeks, and it was crazy. I came back was like, oh my god, I'm getting so high. But like you know, that's six years ago. You know, and so if I could just give myself like a month or just something, I think it would be better in the long run financially. But you know that those addictive qualities, um, you'd probably get a lot higher when you go back. If you do, you'd be able to go back and just hit a bowl a few times and be good in stone. Right. To have to smoke six, eight joints a day plus dabs, you know, but like the winners when about, I need it, cause like that's what my body aches and the whole reason I have it, you know? So it's like, I've gotten uh, to the point now where I've been cutting back a lot just financially because, uh, well, I had surgery and I just really had to tighten up my budget just due to lack of fundage. And then at the moment, I'm uh, getting ready to fix my car. I had some recent car maintenance. I had to crawl up under this thing and become a freaking mechanic for a day, actually twice and two different days to get my car back to running. So I've diagnosed a few minor preventative maintenance things I'm going to do. So I have to get my car and Christmas out of the way, of course, you know, got to buy some shit for Christmas. And I don't even... I don't even go all out like a lot of people do. A lot of people just spend everything they got trying to get everyone a gift. Crazy. And I'm just like, you know what you're getting from me? Merry Christmas, motherfucker. That's what you're getting. The only person getting any actual gifts from me is probably going to be my kid, maybe a couple of her siblings. So right. <laughs> that's pretty much it. But uh, yeah, I'm just setting in. Then after the first of the year, I'm moving finally. I was planning on moving sooner, but I've had a little couple of setbacks, but I'm planning on moving because I live on campus in Norman, well, right outside of campus, and I'm about to fucking flip out in this neighborhood. Where are you moving to? Let's say say in Norman. Yeah, uh, I'll either move probably the west side of Norman. I've considered maybe going to the other side of town because it's just there's nothing going on over there as far as like events and the college and things like that. It's just neighborhoods mostly, and then when you hit the interstate, it's where all like 
shopping, restaurants, factories, working, whatever, yep. which I actually work right off the interstate. So it'd be closer to work for me. Uh, if not, I'm going to go a little further south, which is a little smaller towns, but the rent's a little cheaper down that way. I'd be a little bit closer to my daughter's school and stuff like that. So I haven't made a full decision on the exact location. I just know that I want to get away from like the football stadium and the campus and all this like clusterfuck of people who think they're living their best life. And I'm just like, you're an annoying fucker because they're smashing pumpkins in the streets and Halloween and the parties and it's just gotten old and I hate to be that old bitchy guy. Cause I, and I really don't, I let everybody go on about their business, but I'm just tired of battling it every week and it never fails. I'm like, Oh, I've worked all day. I'm like literally hunched over. I'm hurting so bad. I finally get a shower, take my meds and get ready for bed. And as soon as I lay down, the neighbors decide they're going to have a party all of a sudden. And you just start hearing music and they're outside with like a, 60 inch flat screen on their TV on their porch screaming at a football game. I'm like, come on, man. Seriously. Like I'm not even a bitchy neighbor. I just want you to shut the fuck up. Right. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, my in-laws <laughs> live in Norman up the, like the Northwestern side. I don't know. I go past like a few different exits, go take the last exit. And then I don't know. They live in some place. It used to be these cool communities, but now they're building up all these like apartments and shit around it. So they're all pissed and, Yeah. Norman's a lot of apartments, a lot of apartments and condos and shit get built here a lot. Yeah. So I know they're not, they don't love it, but when they first moved, wherever it was, was like all fields, you know? So I think Norman's just grown and grown. Because Norman is so like, uh, progressing really like, uh, like where I live now, which is about probably about a mile, if even from one of my very first apartments when I lived in Norman, which I think they were called, uh, saratoga springs you know they try to give them these like right attractive names with a rock entry driveway and you go in it's just a shitty apartment that's been painted 1400 times from the other tenants that live there but uh i lived there and when i first lived there all around me all the way going to like literally it was just an it was there was like complete fields there and now there's like more apartments walmart 7-eleven a pharmacy uh buff you know uh what is it slim chickens and qdoba what is that qdoba eats i keep seeing it's a big q i don't even know what the fuck that place is it's just literally strip mall after strip mall all the way down a car wash like in the last like 10 12 years they've built more shit on one street than my hometown's built in the last hundred right yeah and oklahoma loves a strip mall um (laughs) hey man i'm telling you i'm like good old norman you can get Let's see. You can get donuts. You can get your nails done. You can get your laundry done. Get a bottle of liquor, a bag of weed, probably a massage. Uh, you can probably go to this guy's store over here. He's selling like flat bill hats that say 405 on them with a bunch of shirts with dollar signs and shit. Yeah. You can be a GameStop nearby. Uh, typically. Yeah, there's always a GameStop. <laughs> uh, what? Cashing service. Usually they'll throw one of them in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We have a lot of cash advance type places uh but yeah we have like two main strip mall type places here so it's like well, what strip mall is it in you know because it's just a college site you know small college town not not that big one or the other but it's like always and i always get them confused it's so stupid that i'm like which one is uh like i can't even keep them straight so i don't even know how i do it in norman the only time oh dude it's every block here every every main four-way stop is just 
clusters of like, like just this one by my house alone, just this one that I go to, which is like a mile tops from my house. It's a four way. It has like one, two parking lots across the street from each other. There's probably at least 20 businesses on each side of that. There's McDonald's, there's like Raising Cane's, Dollar Tree. Uh, there's an Indian restaurant. There's a tropical fruit smoothie. The there's an Asian restaurant there. There's uh, Mazio's Pizza. There's one of those uh, the old chains pull up in your car old chain spots. Right. Then you switch to the other side and you got like another Asian spot. Uh, there's a lot of Asian spots in Norman too. Um, I, I, I wish we had those. That's like we only got two and they fucking suck. And so. I've been a lot of Asian of, food here and a lot of Asian massage places. Too. Nice, nice. <laughs> They're everywhere here. It's just uh, Norman has a lot of different cultures as far as people have moved here because of the college. So a lot of people move here and, you know, different stuff, whatever, for whatever reasons, mostly college. But yeah, it's definitely, um, it's crazy, man. It's one of the places like everyone's like, yeah, I got to go 20 minutes to McDonald's. I'm like, it's like five McDonald's just in Norman alone. It's ridiculous. Not that I'm trying to brag it up, because, but it's almost too much, man. Yeah. Really, it is. Like, it's really too much. Everywhere you go, like trying to go to McDonald's in the morning and consider maybe a biscuit or something, good luck. You're going to be waiting around the building for 20 minutes before you get your breakfast because the line's so long. I saw my parents a couple of weeks ago and my hometown is like, you know, 2000 people maybe or something like that. And so it's really yeah. small. And yeah, the nearest Walmart's 35 minutes away. <laughs> yeah. So like it's well, a, it's a I different life. Which is only like an hour from you. Right. right. And uh, well, I, I grew up in Warica uh, is my hometown, but uh, so like oh, yeah. they, you know, I drive to Duncan uh, to make it to uh, Walmart, or whatever. but just that idea that like when my parents need to go like grocery shopping or, you know, I mean, they could go to the local local grocery store, but it's so much more expensive. But, you know, like if they want it to is. do something, they have to like, well, Saturday, our plan is to blah, blah, blah. We're like, I'll just go after work to any store, pick up whatever, you know, like it's just such a different like it, there yeah. is a simpleness to it, though, that I kind of when I was visiting them the other day, I was like, oh, no, it's kind of nice. Like you don't have options. You got what you have in your freezer to eat. Or you can right. go to the fucking Quick Mart or whatever. <laughs> like, there's not uh, the old Quickie Mart. Yeah, and I I still love gas station food over almost any fast food place just because dude, growing up in a small live town, in a neighborhood of spoiled rich college kids all day long. Literally, all I see is delivery food vehicles like pizza, Uber Eats, Chick Fil A has a delivery car here, so Chick Fil A is always constantly delivering over here to campus. I'll look outside and like, here comes the Chick-fil-A guy fucking flying by. I'm like, you know what? I was talking to another guy. I'm like, I think they should just do away with Uber Eats all together. Right. Get rid of it. Get your lazy ass up. Go get your own fucking food. and Quit trying to sit around and get a bean and cheese burrito bought to you by a guy that's probably going to get paid a dollar 80 just to make the delivery. I just can't do how much it's like doubles the cost of it. Like they are I would rich. Never. I know I couldn't I would never. I did it one time drunk. Cause I was like incredibly drunk. This was like before COVID hit. It was like when I first moved into this building, I was living in a downstairs apartment. that's smaller. I, uh, I was like, yeah, I'd been drinking, you know, and I was like, I'm fucking starving. And I just moved into this apartment. So I hadn't bought groceries. It was like nothing in this house other than me moving in and decided, yeah, I moved in. Let's get drunk. <laughs> So 
I was starving and I got uh, one of those $5 boxes, whatever, like a Chalupa box or some shit, whatever it was. Did it cost me like 16 bucks? Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, my homie Powell, he he moved to Tulsa. And so when he was down, he's like, oh, bro, I got the DoorDash premium or some shit. Like they use it like every day. And so he went yeah. ahead and got it. And it was awesome. Like all this Mexican food from this restaurant down got delivered. and It was great. But it was like he paid like $90 for like a $40 <laughs> meal and i was like bro what the <laughs> fuck like i ain't paying he goes no i got it i got it i was like you yes you got it because i wouldn't have agreed to this like this is crazy y'all got this well y'all got the college there and they got the little scooters everybody's riding around no i've heard of it but they don't they do not exist here wow my uncle i was talking to him here like uh on the phone like last week and he's he's still you know in McAllister, and he said they're bringing them this fucking scooters are down there and that place is a sh- so, right. I, feel, I assumed eight of them. That's why. Well, but, they're, uh, they're working on their main street. They live and breathe here. So they're adding sidewalks all around town. So they might, they might eventually, but like we don't even have crosswalks. Like people can't even walk to school to college because like they can't get over major roads. They just don't have See, crossings. And these are the things right here. Not to go back to political, but these are the things that worry me about the conservatives. You got this big mind. We're all going to work hard, but you motherfuckers are just now putting sidewalks in a town. <laughs> like come on man our infrastructure oklahoma's infrastructure is a fucking well, joke and man ada specifically would be even worse but we have the chickasaw nation that headquartered here and then like ada accepted them so they will the chickasaw nation will match any amount of money ada does for construction so like if ada puts really? two million into something the chickasaws will put two million and so oh, like, they should be ada should be looking nice right now there are there are certain areas that look pretty good and if the chickasaws buy up a place they'll turn it around or whatever you know but it also it's weird because you live in this place with like two governments you know like i don't know it's it's right. odd but it's, it's cool playing that people from when i do my twitter spaces that's what we've been doing just talking to people and i keep trying to explain them like like these girls that join and they're from ohio they're always we're kind of going on and they thought that I was just down here living on some old country dirt road. And I'm like, no, 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 no. That's, that's certain areas of Oklahoma, which I understand, you know, that they kind of, you know, they just kind of more, just more or less talking shit a little bit, but it's like, there is some real, Oklahoma is a weird place to me. Like, well, it's not the Midwest. It's not the South. It's right. Uh, well, who are we? Are we the Midwest? Are we the South? Because I don't think there's nothing Midwestern about this state. I feel so, I, right. I feel like the South. I feel like if I had to say my music joins one genre or the other, I think it's more Southern hip hop than Midwestern hip hop. But uh, I don't know. I feel like we're the South. The people I grew up knowing felt fucking Southern to me. Yeah, we might be Midwest according to geographical location, but the, the actual lifestyle and culture here is very Southern. <clears throat> right. And people are but, very proud. I was trying to explain to them, we have not only do we have it's very Southern, like you said, the Indian culture here is like way more than a lot of states than people like. We don't realize how much the Indian affairs is part of the state here. Like this is Oklahoma. People are, it's a big, big deal here compared to some other states who not so much don't have any, but don't have as much as far as with Indian affairs. And another culture I've noticed here is the Hispanic culture. Like to me, it's like, Hispanic culture in Oklahoma is just as common as white people to me at this point. Right. I mean, we're right on par with Texas. I don't have a problem with that at all, but that's literally everywhere I go, it's all Hispanic people. So when I say like, I don't know, it's just to me, those are like really common cultures here. It's like white people, Hispanic people, and, and Indians, like Native American Indians. 
other than that, I feel like everyone else seems to be the minorities of everything to me. Right. And I, I definitely agree. We uh, definitely have more Native. I probably we probably know more stuff about Native American history than the average white person. A lot of people <laughs> do. Like yeah, a lot, just you because know? just for men from Oklahoma. Right. And uh, like my best friend is Native and. You know, people are like, you can't say just because your best friend's a race, it matters. Yeah, it does. Listen, if your best friend is of another race, it matters. I don't, this whole idea that it doesn't matter, it fucking matters. Like, I know so much and I care and respect him so much more and his race because he's my best. Like, I don't know. I, people that act like that shit shouldn't matter. I don't know. It, it does. And if you only right. have white friends and then you're on Twitter, like, talking about racism, I'm like, shut the fuck up. You don't, I don't know. I <laughs> never listen to shit. Yeah. Right. And uh, no, I spend all my time with other, I spend all my time with other races. I get along just fine. <laughs> yeah. I, in general, I would say I probably get along least with uh, white people, at least rich white people. And, and that's what it was. Yeah. I grew up in a low income housing. And I think that just, uh, you know, at some point in time, my parents got a good job. So we moved up to middle class, but just that raising uh, at poor, that like when I meet someone who would like raise in like a really rich environment, I'm like, we just aren't going to get along. And I just know it. I know it immediately. I get to. Yeah. <clears throat> Once in a while, though, you meet someone who the money didn't get to them. They don't yeah. care about it. There was one guy uh, in college and his name was Will and uh, his family owns like all kinds of shit. Right. But he was just such a pure soul. Like he was just so nice. It's so good. And it wasn't an asshole. It didn't spoil him at all. And that was like the first person I met. And I was like, you know what? I guess I should be quit being so judgmental because this guy's great. You know, and right. It, it didn't matter. What I come to learn is there's good and bad in everyone. It doesn't matter where they're from or what they're culture is or even their religion or anything like i've met some good people and i've met some bad people from all all walks of life and uh i think sometimes it's just a matter of some people are just pieces of shit and some people aren't you know and right right and sometimes Oklahoma's you, full can, of them. <laughs> you can be a piece of shit to someone but you wouldn't be to someone else so like just sometimes it's just right. a compatibility thing too yeah, sometimes someone else you see them as a piece of shit. Like their family somewhere, they got a family that loves them. Right. <laughs> so very true. Oh man, Oklahoma is a wild place, though. I will say, uh, I feel like uh, I've gotten a little spoiled, though, in the sense of like, you know, I come from a Callister or Krebs actually is where I grew up, and it's not too much damn different from Ada. You right. know, a little small town, pretty poor infrastructure. They don't want to fix it up, but I've been living in like Norman and. My job is in Moore, and uh, I, you know, once in a while I go to Oklahoma City for whatever I need to shopping. My barber is in Oklahoma City when I go get faded or whatever. But when I go up there and then I leave and I go home and I'm like, I don't know how I ever didn't live, how I lived anywhere other than where I'm at now because it's hard to get used to going back to those like really really small towns with limited stuff. But like you said, I miss. I miss it in ways because here recently with the, you know, the last year, especially I thought about maybe moving back home a few times and just, even though I know it's home, there ain't nothing down there. There ain't nothing ever going to be down there. You know what I mean? Right. And that's okay. Just going home and just, I got an uncle that lives down there that he's a good, you know, we keep in regular touch. He helps me out a lot. I try to help them out and I have some other family and, He's always like, you should go fishing with us and you should do this. And I just like never get involved with some of these things because I'm in Norman, you know, or I'm working and I'm busy and I just don't have time to make a two hour journey to the fucking bum fuck McAllister and go. It's not that I wanted to sound mean like that because I do miss it. I mean, sometimes. I get it. Yeah, you know, I get it for sure. <laughs> nice to come home and just not have to take 
20 fucking minutes to make like my job's like eight miles from my house. I swear to God, it takes me 30 minutes to get to work. <laughs> yeah. By the time you get through all the red lights and the traffic and the interstate, like fuck, you know what I mean? So sometimes it's nice to go home and fucking put a $20 bill in gas and get around a whole week. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's, that is the truth. Um, yeah, my parents, um, they moved out by, we have a lake in my hometown and they moved out by this lake right after I got to college and so like my dad can go fishing all the time. And like I never go take advantage, even though I, I loved it when I was younger, you know. And so there's yeah. definitely times I'm like, man, I should probably care more. But I'm just not like I'm I'm just so introverted. I just keep to myself and I don't know. It's, it's, it's a I weird struggle. I wish I could get my own little place with some land somewhere. Not to be like, you know, I want my land, but just a nice little area where like I can have my house, but I can have an outdoors area to do my own thing and I don't know what that own thing is, whether it's a wood carver, a fisherman's, whatever it is, you know what I mean? Like it's just somewhere to put my focus, you know, as I something to do other than work and do it, you know, because to me, everyone's like, you never know how boring you are until someone's like, so what do you like to do for fun? And you're like, um, uh, today I worked all day. I went home and smoked some weed and took a shower and went to bed. Like, I don't know. Like I don't lead the most interesting life. So it's like, what do you like to do for fun? Right. Well, for I me, don't it's do like anything for fun. All my fun stuff is like it's very selfish. Like I watch a TV show or I watch play a video game. It's not gonna be something you want to do with me, you know. Like it's right. Like I just everything's it's so me focused. Misinterpretation of fun for people for sure. Right. It's like uh, I do nothing with other people for fun. You know, very very rarely. Same here. I'm getting more and more. Like I said, the less I want to do things with people and the less I want to be out. I know it used to be like, it's Friday. I'm getting out of this house tonight. I'm like, now I'm like, it's Friday. I'm trying to get home as quick as I can because I didn't get off work till five, a little after. And then I had to stop and grab something to eat. And I had to go by the store. We're pushing six thirty, seven o'clock now and traffic's getting bad and people are on their way to go out and go do this and that. And I'm fighting my way just to get home so I can shut this door and lock it and just Whew, okay, I'm done with the world till tomorrow. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Yeah, I get it. Like that's my everyday life. And uh I think I've been trying to battle and cope with it my whole life and I'm getting older and it's just there's nothing I can do. I'm not gonna take a bunch of pills to feel better about myself. And I think I need just need to keep finding natural remedies. I'm a firm believer. This is how I know I'm turning into my dad. Hard work helps. Uh even though it sucks sometimes it's fucking freezing in the mornings and it's hot in the day. And I know it's just going to get colder and colder and colder, especially after this hot ass summer we just had. Like, but I find myself when I spend the whole day working to the point when I get off, I'm fucking dead tired. I don't tend to drag off into my head as much, you know? Right. I yeah. guess it's because I care less. Yeah. Well, you're, you have real problems. You ain't got time for these fucking first world problems to think about. You're like, I'm fucking right. tired. I'm Fuck hungry. I'm first sleepy. <laughs> Yeah, it's it. crazy but yeah, alright man well we've been talking forever so I guess we'll wrap it up here uh, I'll play I think I have your other song as well so I'll play um, god damn I keep forgetting the name the one we said that's a little too short earlier but yeah without you without yeah I appreciate you. it I'll yeah. send something new to you soon when I get it up and ready I'm, I really expected to have new music out ready but I just kind of the point now where I'm like eh fuck it I ain't gonna force it out if it ain't ready it ain't ready so right I'm uh, just kind of chilling, writing, and doing the best I can, but I appreciate you having me on. I've seen you post. I just thought, well, if you need somebody, he can reach out to me if he needs. So I'm glad you did. And uh, 
Good luck with the show. I hope you keep going. All right, man. Appreciate it. Peace. Gone for when-